Hello, my name is Gabe, and this is Into the Quarter Mile. Into the Quarter Mile is a all-about drag racing podcast. In this podcast, I will give you a brief rundown of the history, some restrictions about the cars, the types of categories that some cars can run in, and some of the fuel types that they use. Drag racing as an organization started in 1930 on dry lake beds in Southern California, and it gained greater respectability after Wally Parks helped organize the Southern California Timing Association, or SCTA, in 1938. In 1950, the first commercial drag strip was opened in Santa Ana, California, and at the same year, Parks, as the editor of Hot Rod Magazine, urged various local hot rod clubs to join together with the SCTA in a larger national association to promote safety and sanctioned race meetings. In 1951, he became the first president of the National Hot Rod Association, or now known as the NHRA, for short. Now in Glendora, California, under Park's leadership, the NHRA grew to encompass some 144 racetracks hosting nearly 4,000 events annually with more than 85,000 members. Among the most prestigious drag racing events are the NHRA-sponsored Winter National and U.S. Nationals, along with smaller rival organizations such as the International Hot Rod Association, or IHRA, the NHRA, the National Hot Rod Association, sanctions events in dozens of categories with various complications restrictions on chassis, body, engine, and fuel that most familiar professional categories can run on or use. Some of these categories include top fuel, funny cars, pro stock, pro stock bikes, and pro stock trucks. The top fuel cars can be powered by nitromethane, while the funny cars can be powered by nitromethane and methanol, while pro stock, pro stock trucks are only allowed to be powered by gasoline, and the pro stock bikes are only allowed to be powered by nitromethane. So, if you are caught using technically quote-unquote illegal fuel while you're drag racing in one of these categories, you can be disqualified and sometimes find for cheating. The fastest categories of drag cars are the top fuel cars. The fastest categories of cars and drag racing are top fuel. They can accelerate from 0 to 100 miles an hour in less than one second. Because they can go from 0 to 100 in less than one second, they are subjecting the driver to about five times the force of gravity, or 5Gs, and they can reach more than 330 miles an hour and have elapsed times under five seconds into the quarter mile. These vehicles are sometimes referred to as rails because of their long, narrow wheelbase for drivers, safety, and improved traction. Most of these vehicles use rear engine designed, and their front wheels are lifted up a few inches above the ground. For about the first 200 feet of the race, a special airfoil wing, or basically drag wing, is located at the rear of the vehicle, and they can produce large amounts of downforce, anywhere between 4,000 and thousand pounds that helps to maintain traction and stability top fuel and funny drag cars genuinely deploy two special parachutes to help them decelerate past the finish line because after you go past the finish line there is a short stretch of about a fourth mile 
that you have to slow down and stop. Because if you cannot stop in that time, there is a sand pit that you will hit that will bring you to a dead stop. That will also ruin the car if you hit the sand pit and you don't have enough time to fix the vehicle by the next drag race you have to run. You are disqualified not being able to race and or you get a DNF. A DNF stands for did not finish. Those who DNF are not allowed to continue racing for that category until the next season or the next races that happen sometimes a month, a week, or even years. Each drag racing competition has a prize pool. Some of these prize pools, you win large amounts of cash, you win trophies, you win the respect of fellow drivers. Because drag racing is a competitive sport, yes, along as being a very dangerous sport, but it is also a sport that some people consider to be very nurturing or even just have a fun, great time. Going down a quarter-mile drag strip at 120 or 330 miles an hour, who would say that wouldn't be fun? Now, along with drag racing, there are certain safety measures that have to be taken also. Each drag car that is faster than 10 seconds in the quarter-mile has to be equipped with a roll cage. The faster the car is, the bigger and bulkier the roll cage has to be. This ensures both driver safety and the safety that if they wreck, pieces of the car will not go flying everywhere and hit spectators or get stuck in the opposite lane of the drag strip and ruin the other cars that are racing also. Drivers are also have to wear fireproof suits, fireproof gloves, fireproof boots, and they have to wear a helmet with a neck brace so that way when they are going down the drag strip they aren't hurting themselves or somehow injuring their necks while they are going down the drag strip drag racing has a lot of rules and restrictions but it is still very fun they have most of these rules and restrictions to make sure that their drivers and spectators are safe at all times and that nobody will get hurt when it comes to the roll cage there are three different roll cages you can get. In each roll cage, depending on the number, depends on how many points it makes contact with said vehicle. There is a six-point roll cage, there's an eight-point roll cage, and there's a 12-point roll cage. The faster you get, the more points in the car that you have to have the roll cage making contact with to have a bigger safety factor when it comes to the car. The six-point roll cage only has six points of contact with the vehicle, while the eight-point roll cage has eight different contacts with the vehicle and the 12 point has 12 different contact points with the vehicle. Each one of them is at a different safety rating. The 12 point is obviously going to be better than eight and six, but you only need the 12 if you're going a certain speed in the quarter mile. Roll cages are required to be in all cars that are running faster than a 10.99 in the quarter mile and or 135 miles an hour. Or per class requirements. Cars with altered firewalls, floor and body panels, 
they can run down between 10 and 10.9. So those cars need to have a at least a six-point roll cage. If you are running faster than a 11.4, then you don't need one. You at least need to have a window safety net on all cars, though. The window safety net protects you and your fellow drivers from debris that may come from their car flying at you. It's a safety hazard if something would come flying from their car and go completely through yours and hit you. The safety net stops that from happening. If a car that has altered floor or firewall panels runs faster than an 11.4 or runs an 11.4, it is required to have a roll cage. Roll cages are there as just a big safety precaution to protect the drivers from when or if they either hit the wall or hit another driver. You can find roll cages in almost every uh, sport or racing series that requires a car, like NASCAR or Formula One. Everything has some type of roll cage that they use. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Into the Quarter Mile. If you stay tuned for this podcast, next episode I will be going into more detail about more modern day cars and what cars and who hold the current world records of certain categories. You can check us out on the JHS YouTube and the JHS Twitter pages.